Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 3rd, 2020. Strong hand. Having hype. Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. Long-term thinking. In motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm a meister or type in uh, or do a super chat. I will see it. Uh, remember, check out disruptmeister.com. It was wild. <laughs> and uh, this uh, Beyond Bitcoin is every Saturday. All, all my shows, over 1,600 shows, disruptmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at techbalt. T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Here uh, is a link to a hilarious little two-minute video. It says, vote Bitcoin. Apparently, there were some elections today. And I know a lot of people in the mainstream media are talking about elections. But the guys over at the Bitcoin 2020 conference, I will be there the end of the month, the last Thursday and Friday, last Friday and Saturday of the month. They have They made a little promo for the conference just uh, kind of poking fun at the election and uh, saying to vote Bitcoin. And yes, don't worry about who you're voting for, for, uh, for political office. Worry about uh, how you're voting financially. And uh, the way you do that is by uh, getting your hands on some of the real thing, the Bitcoin. And uh, maybe you can go to the Bitcoin 2020 conference also. It's, it's a promo for that. It's funny. Watch it. Retweet it. I read a long hash this is from. GBTC premium shows institutional investors accumulated Bitcoin in February. So I'm not going to go over the whole darn article. You can read it yourself. Uh, but he, he brings up proof of institutional by all that uh, panic out there, health panic. But I bring this up because of my classic prediction they're going to be all these no corners of the future saying it's unfair. Why did the rich get richer? Why did the institutions get this Bitcoin and I didn't? Well, because you didn't vote Bitcoin, did you? <laughs> you were you were talking nonsense instead. You were worried about Bernie Sanders. That's why the uh, the institutions quietly, slowly institutional investors quietly, slowly getting their hands on it. Uh, they're not. Uh, they're they're concerned about getting wealthy and preserving their wealth. All right. So he's got a podcast out there. I've got to say, uh, he put his money where his mouth is. He put together a survey of Americans, even though he's Canadian, uh, and he asked a question that has been asked on Twitter before. But he did. A, this is a real scientific survey here. Okay. And I link to his report about it and the actual uh, raw information. There's two different links, so you can check it out yourself. So what was the question? The windfall game. Well, there were 17 questions, but the first question was, a wealthy person gifts you $10,000. You get to choose in which form you'll accept the gift. But there's a catch. You must keep the gift in the form that you chose for 10 years without touching it, in which form would you accept the gift? And so the options are cash, gold, stocks, and Bitcoin. 
Now, when this was done on Bitcoin Twitter, of course, Bitcoin won. But when this question was the first question on the survey, uh, I think cash won, then gold, then stocks, then Bitcoin lost. Bitcoin came and he shows the results, uh, breaks it down by demographics. Uh, and first of all, uh, by, by generation. And at first, the, the more so younger people and wealthier person were more likely to pick Bitcoin and men. But then there were 15 more questions after that, okay? There were 15 more questions asking about, uh, you know, what, what the Fed is, uh, how does money come into existence, uh, did you know Bitcoin has done better than over the last 10 years than XYZ? It gave some, do you know how Bitcoin works? They were educational questions, okay? So people, the next 15 questions gave people a better idea of what Bitcoin is. So then they were asked the initial question. Again, question one uh, became question 17. And this time, after all those other educational questions, Bitcoin won. Bitcoin was the most popular pick. Not cash, not gold, not stock. Bitcoin. So it showed it showed that with a little bit of education, uh, with a little bit of knowledge, people pick Bitcoin. And right now, initially, people don't know what Bitcoin is. So I'll go over these points that he points out in this report. It is, I, I recommend all of you read it. Uh, this is insider information. Nobody else is writing about this yet. I, I hope some other people write about it because this is a professional survey. So uh, those who initially chose Bitcoin are likely to be wealthier than those who didn't. That segment was significantly more likely to get Bitcoin-related questions correct. 46% of them knew that Bitcoin is run by nobody slash the users compared to 33% of the non-Bitcoin cohort. They were more likely to report that they understand Bitcoin well. They were more likely to report that they are knowledgeable about Bitcoin. There were no significant differences between the Bitcoin co cohort and the non-Bitcoin cohort in other financial questions. Bitcoin cohort was likely to believe its value could reach $8 trillion. Uh, Bitcoin cohort were surprisingly more trusting of the banks than the non-Bitcoin cohort, which is surprising. Generation X, millennials, and Gen Z were almost equally interested in Bitcoin as an investment. Baby boomers are interested in Bitcoin. Boomers appear stuck in their ways, express significantly less initial interest in Bitcoin. Okay, so that's not a shock either that the baby boomers were not, that the younger people were more so interested at first, but with a little bit of education, the baby boomers became interested also. Towards the end of the survey, they are the least interested in learning more about Bitcoin. However, boomers had the largest delta between the beginning and the end of the survey, showing the highest increase in Bitcoin interest by percentage across all generations. So uh, they're, they're very willing to be educated. They're, they're willing to learn. Uh, conclusions. Although at first only 13% of, partic of participants would choose Bitcoin in the windfall scenario. 38% chose Bitcoin by the end. That's a big difference. 
becoming more informed about the money creation process, the effects of inflation on the value of the U.S. dollars and Bitcoin's performance as an investment versus gold and stocks shows a positive overall effect on the decision uh, to invest in Bitcoin. In, to invest in Bitcoin, uh, there are there was a 33% overall increase of participants choosing Bitcoin in the windfall scenario at the end of the survey. Being wealthy is largely in basic fact from the beginning is if you are already wealthy, uh, you're going to, the, the risks are going to get richer because they're already familiar with Bitcoin. They're already old. You give them a little education, a little financial education. Uh, they're very, they will consider Bitcoin. So everyone be your own marketing team. Just give the basic facts and it really does make a difference. So pound that like button and check out that survey below. I think it's, I think it's a very important one, but finally we have a scientific survey instead of somebody doing a Twitter poll. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a uh, progress right there. Right? So in Russia, the opposition lead leader, uh, Navalny says his bank accounts uh, were frozen. And his uh, children's bank accounts and, and his family's bank accounts were frozen also. Uh, and this happens in uh, low-level countries like Russia. And it is a use case right there that if you're, uh, if you're not politically acceptable in some of these countries, they'll just turn your finances off, okay? That, this guy should have had Bitcoin. He can't send money to his daughter in the United States anymore. Uh, which is unfortunate uh, because his, his money was all tied up in the Russian banks. Ooh, God. Bank, uh, especially if you're in some country like Russia, which can turn you off immediately. Uh, so, yeah, Russian opposition polit politician Navalny said the authorities had frozen all of his bank accounts and those of his family, including his elderly parents. <laughs> they can't stop Bitcoin, though. But he didn't have Bitcoin, so oopsie-daisy there on his part. As I predicted, the uh, Fed cut rates, uh, I knew they'd do something this week. I mentioned, did I mention make up for everyone like in Asia not working or lots of people in China taking off and everybody panicking, people not wanting to go out and do things. They, they think this will stimulate the economy. Okay. But uh, Travis Kling says the Fed just implemented an emergency 50 BPS rate cut. The last time the Fed did this was October 29, 2008. Two days later, an unknown person or group of people going by the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto published a paper called Bitcoin, a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system. So, yeah, the, the last time the Fed did something like this uh, was quite some time ago, wasn't it? It was right before Bitcoin. Uh, so I can expect nothing uh, – Nothing less than over the long term. This does uh, wake more people up to Bitcoin, get more people into Bitcoin. Uh, Donald Trump, everybody, keep on, keep on, keep on printing the money. I, I don't give a darn. I don't have my – people on Twitter were yelling, again, the government is ripping off the people. It's destroying their savings. Why are they even saving in dollars at this point? It, it's, been, <laughs> it's been over uh, – it's been, what, 11 years since uh, since this Bitcoin came out. What, what's the point? Again, let's, let's be nice with our education here and just say, look, dollar, it's, uh, it's lost a lot of value over the last 100 years. 
take a long-term approach. Bitcoin has gained a lot of value over the last uh, 10 years. There you go. Now, what do you want your $10,000 in? Bitcoin dollars, gold, or uh, stocks? You've changed your mind, haven't you? I'm very persuasive. Uh, remember, if you got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister so I can see it in the chat. All right. We got – no, no, no one's saying anything. I see me. Okay, good. Then – what do, what do we talk about? Oh, Cointelegraph has this article. It just came out. I actually noticed on Twitter, but they sum it up pretty nicely here. The India Indian Supreme Court lifts the uh, Royal Bank of India ban on banks servicing crypto firms. So <laughs> India's got a lot of bureaucracy, okay? They came up with a genius uh, rule that uh, their banks couldn't deal with uh, crypto firms, so thus – that was very bad for, for Bitcoin. Now, they still might make Bitcoin illegal again. They're, they're, they're still like debating that. But this is a step in the right direction. Maybe if they don't make Bitcoin illegal, the banks will uh, start to deal with Bitcoin-related businesses. Bitcoin-related businesses and exchanges will open there again. And like a billion people will have the chance to get Bitcoin. Now... Yes, there are a billion people there, but very few have access to technology to even get you onto Bitcoin. Um, and there's not that much drive among a lot of people, but it still will make a difference. It, it still will make a big difference uh, if uh, Indians really start to get into Bitcoin again. Uh, and this this is – but I, I, I warn everyone, there is a, a lot of bureaucracy there and they change their obviously when you're involved with bureaucracy, it's not a lot of smart people. It's a lot of people making impulsive decisions, trying to grab power. And when it's a gigantic bureaucracy, who, who knows what they're going to do next? But hey, that that's that's a good sign at least. Banks can do business with the uh, with Bitcoin related businesses. All right, I believe I covered everything I intended to cover on today's show. Uh, we talked about the Russians, the Indians, this, the that, the this. All right. And it will be interesting to see how the markets start to react if it becomes more apparent. And I don't know if it's going to become more apparent that Bernie Sanders will not be a uh, nominee for uh, president, that he will not be the Democratic no nominee. We'll see what that has on, on the markets. If that, uh, you know, Bitcoin's uncorrelated, though. So, uh, but it'll be interesting to see if the the this cancels out some of this panic uh, that the, the general financial markets have. But hey, that's just a spectator sport to me because I value my wealth in Bitcoin, uh, stocks, bonds, gold, all that stuff. Old school, gold, old, Bitcoin, long term thinking. It's the future, baby. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Pound that freaking like button. Subscribe to this channel. Bang the bell button. New show here every day. Retweet this, spread the word, and I'll have another show. Hopefully not this late at night uh, tomorrow. I'll see you later. Uh, let me just make sure I did not uh, skip anything. As I feel, I, I just feel like I skipped a major uh, topic of some sort. Uh, no, that's it. See ya.